Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. You think you like football? Brett Favre doesn't just like football. He loves football. All right, here we go. They're going to jump right here. You know they're going to jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot. 98 handoff slot on three. Ready? Balls, balls, balls. Balls, 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 green 18, green 18, football, 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 it's never, never not going to be funny. Everybody hold your water. <laughs> uh, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment with one mission in mind. We want the Vikings to win the Super Bowl before we all die. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, executive producer Declan Goff. And this show is presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And every week, we peruse through the Purple Daily YouTube channel comment section. We answer your questions. We respond to your comments. Positive, negative. Bring it on. We love this episode every single week because we love the interaction, the community that you guys have helped us build on a weekly basis. We're going to start out with actually a comment from Ian Rappaport on Twitter (laughs) this morning. (laughs) And he tweets. So evil. It's not just Aaron Rodgers. The Packers and star wide receiver Devonte Adams have broken off long-term extension talks. There are no current plans to resume them. The two sides have been negotiating for months, but they are now in a bad place. Sources say first, the quarterback, now the number one wide receiver. This to me is very telling because Devonte Adams has literally been like on the Hill with Aaron Rodgers this entire time. Mm-hmm. This to me says, he knows Aaron Rodgers is either not going to play and he wants out too. But either way, it's hilarious. This is all blowing up in the Packers' faces. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, really disturbing to see. <laughs> yeah, I'm really heartbroken. Uh, over it. All those poor people oh, that God. own a worthless piece of can piece you, of paper. And can you imagine a being a franchise that has lost so many NFC Championship games and just has the worst luck? Yeah, ever. I know. Mm. Onside kicks, mm. terrible. Mm. Really is difficult. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, live from this glass house we call uh, Vikingsville. Here's the first comment of the week from Dr. Niles Knox. Why are there, quote, huge expectations for the Vikings? There shouldn't be. Did we forget last season? Realistic expectations are more like 8-8 eight and eight or 9-8. and eight. After all, Kirk is still the quarterback. Your expectations are delusional and manufactured. Your thoughts? So are we expecting them not to be that good? Is that what he's trying to say? Like they're just going to well, be... Well, he's saying... 
and and all I mean all well, actually I'll add this one too Benjamin because Benjamin Nelms comments okay. some Vikings fans think we're top three in the NFC Vegas has the Vikings at eight and a half wins what a disconnect right okay here's the problem you remade your defense almost completely you have when we went through this list on the Thursday show I believe a top five skill position offense correct. You drafted a left tackle in the first round and used, I believe, in the third round, a draft pick on a guard. If there aren't high expectations, and you know what? Let's say Vegas and these two guys are exactly right. A lot of people get fired. That's why there's high expectations. That's why, and I mean, we have been on this for a long time, and it's correct. There are no more excuses. Like, Zim wanted the defense rebuilt. Got it, right? Got it. Daniel Hunter's coming back. The offensive line, which definitely needed an upgraded guard, seem, seemingly got it. Uh, the left tackle's a first-round pick. And you have Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, um, Irv Smith Jr., Dalvin Cook, and Kirk Cousins. So tell me, why should we dumb down the expectations? Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, um, somewhere in the New Jersey area, there's a group of people that own this team who aren't saying Vegas is probably right. Let's try and come back in 2022. And that's the thing. And maybe there is a disconnect. And I I, honestly, I think there probably is. I think there's something to what Vegas, you know, we tend to look at all the off season additions and we tend to look at the, the two rookies that the Vikings drafted to help the offensive line. And we think about the best case scenario. We think about Pat Pete's going to rebound and, you got uh, Darisaw is going to step in and just be a franchise left tackle, and third round pick Wyatt Davis is going to come in and be amazing at right guard and like best case, best case, best case, best case, best case, best case. Right? Mm-hmm. That's not usually how it works out. It would be great. I mean, 2017 best case worked out almost across the board for the Vikings until the Philadelphia game in the NFC Championship uh, game. We don't talk about that. Vegas isn't measuring on best case; they're measuring on what is like the average of. Like, if you guys were to run this back 100 times, like, how how many times would you win 11 games versus 7 games? Absolutely. And, and they're putting a lot of analytical study into this. But the other thing that I don't really understand is, all right, so you've got, your, your, what, year 7, year 8 of Mike Zimmer. Rick Spielman's been here for a decade and a half. Kirk Cousins is in his prime, highly paid. you got skill position players all over the place. you got big-name defensive players, right? And, like, so you've put this thing together as if internally you expect to win a bunch of games. Vegas comes along and says, well, that might be wasteful thinking. Based on our analytics, we think you're more like an eight or a nine win team. Is ownership, to Judd's point, supposed to come in? Media, fans supposed to come in and say, good try, you guys, but let's lower the expectations here because like, you, you, you probably overestimated how great Patrick Peterson can really be for your franchise. So free pass this year. Don't worry about it. Like the expectations don't really start until Vegas thinks you're a 12 win team. Right. You know, at at, so, at some point, you can't you, you can't just say, well, there's a there's a gap between reality and expectations, and we're just going to forgive everybody for it. At yeah. some point, you got to go. Like real life on the field, you got to go. It's so, go time. So, let me run a a Zolgadian mathematical equation past you to sort of oh e- explain this, okay? Because by the way, if they win eight games. <laughs> I'll be disappointed in, in them, but not like completely shocked. I mean, if Pat if Pat P's not good, if Kirk fails, like there's things that could go wrong. But he, here's the 
Zolgadian mathematical equation that I'm going to give you for how we got to where I think this show is at, which, by the way, the goal is to win a championship. All right, no excuses plus big expectations equals, if not achieved, job loss. So there's no, this is, but th- th- this is not a feel good season under any circumstance, okay? If this team wins eight games, Zimmer is fired. Spielman is certainly on a hot seat. I don't think that they would blow him out at the same time, but there would definitely be a disappointment yeah. with Rick. And He's I think, outs, and yeah. I think Kirk has no way of coming back. If this team wins eight games, I think something will happen where there will be no question they will let Kirk go. So if you're a Vikings fan, that's the realistic mathematical equation that you have to accept. That's why no expectations got me to a very different place, or no excuses got me to a very different place of expectation. Yeah. And, like, let's say let's say Vegas is right. And let's say this is, and let's say everyone comes to terms with like, you know what? We probably are like Patrick Peterson's not the same player that he was. And, you know, they just, you know, Daniil Hunter does have a neck injury and maybe he's not going to be, you know, let's, let's lower the bar for what we really think is going to happen. Then the question becomes, well, you guys have all been here for a long time. Like you've been building this thing for a long time. Why is the bar still so low? Like we want to win a champion. I'm, I'm ownership. I'm the Wilves. I want, I want. A Super Bowl trophy, you know, wh- why are the expectations so low? So no matter how you get there, right? it's time to go, I think. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right, Ken, uh, speaking of Ken Roberts' comments, I am, this is amazing, dude. He comments on our YouTube page. I am 91, he said. Whoa. 91, dude. Nice. Thank you. And and I've been following the Vikings since 1967. Actually did not miss any home games and many away until 2017. Wow. I hope this is the year we win it all. Dude, yeah. I mean, we sit here and we talk about wanting to win a That's Super Bowl awesome. before it's time to go. Um, <laughs> I mean, Ken, man, 91, you put in That's your awesome. time. Like That's most of the people I think cool. that consume this show are be under the age of I guess I got, 50. I guess I got one question for Ken, because that's awesome. Where were you from 61 to 66? Yeah, the team wasn't relevant. Ken's got high sports teams. Yeah, I, I, but I would have thought he'd been like, I've been in every game since 61. That is great, they though. That's games awesome. games as an expansion team. Well, no, but they had Tarkington. I'm sure watching, because if, if he started following in 67, I think Tarkington got traded after that season. So anyway, that's awesome. Thank you. I mean, the Wild have been around since 2001, and you you haven't embraced them. You're still a North Stars guy. So. Oh, I'll never embrace the Wild, partially because <laughs> wow. of the name. I mean, why couldn't they have been the Guardians? No, no, the Minnesota Guardians. No, I'm and what was like the like the Yeti like or something? There's some other stupid one. Guardians for the wild. is a is a great hockey name. I would I would prefer Guardians over. Sound sound like, like weird. Sound like Wild, like, Wild's a terrible name. Like a Dwayne Johnson rock movie from 2004 or something. The Guardian. Okay, but like, the Wild <laughs> means nothing. We're from the Wild. What? There's a bear in our logo. There it's is? It's kind of weird. Sorry. Yeah, where's the bear? Are there bears in Minnesota? I guess there are yeah. like up toward Canada and yeah. stuff. But, they're, 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 uh, anyways, <laughs> not in St. Paul. Awesome. Uh, George Jefferson says uh, <laughs> Mackie should quit this gig and open a school teaching other podcasters and radio hosts how to seamlessly transition nice. into ad reads in legendary wow. fashion. Just pumping some tires, Mackie's tires over there. I agree with that, though. I mean, you're good at it. It's great. Yeah. I mean, George, I can tell you, if I ever quit this gig, 
it won't it, it'll be to golf like 36 holes every single day and just and if I do that I'm going to make a stop at PXG oh! Minneapolis in Southdale Center. That's right. That's all I can. PXG Minneapolis is a golfer's paradise and they've got all <laughs> kinds of great clubs at all different price ranges. Check out the Gen 4 clubs. It's the best set of clubs PXG has ever made. If you're looking for something a little bit more within range price-wise, the 0 to 11 clubs are also a full line of high-performance clubs. Go get some PXG swag. Look good on the golf course this summer. Um, PXG Minneapolis, Southdale Center, pxg.com slash Minneapolis. <laughs> Thanks, George Jefferson, a.k.a. <laughs> Phil Mackey. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says, Judd, there has to be stories from the Brock Lesnar days of training camp. Would love to hear about the brawl again, blow by blow. Did you cover that? No, no? because I was in Green Bay. When, when he tried out for the Vikings, right. I was covering Traitor. Packers training camp. Yeah, so th- there are, and they're hilariously funny, uh, but unfortunately I did not see them firsthand. Mm. Well, uh, George chimes in again and says, love Judd's campfire stories. Can we get a story about 2012 when AD was coming back from the knee or Mike Zimmer's first camp, maybe some yelling stories? You, you know, Zim's first camp was basically spent side by side, and Phil, you, I think you basically – stood by me because we were both doing shows by then, not screaming, not swearing, teaching, but working. Yes. Teaching Xavier Rhodes. That was the, that was the first thing from his first camp that completely like took me by a wow. Cause you know, head coach first time supposed to be going to a bunch of, you know, watching this, watching that, trying to, and I just remembered the work that he did in that training camp with Rhodes, which, by the way, was impressive. Now, is that a great idea to be that focused on one player? I, w- I would have said at the time it seems a little odd, but it certainly paid off. But, um, yeah, I don't recall him as being – I mean, he yes, he would swear at times. But I don't recall him, like, being Tysonian in, like, being loud and domineering at camp. I remember him helping yeah. out Rhodes um, – I also think, and Phil, I'd be curious to get your thoughts here. I also think that version of Zimmer was a little bit different than this one. Um, he is more, well, in some ways he's more comfortable now, but in some ways I think he's more crusty now too. And I think yeah. because he was new at the job at that time, he was probably more open to things a little bit at least. So I don't know that the Zimmer we see now is a reflection of the 2014 Mike Zimmer. Do you? Yeah, uh, the way he goes about, and I and I haven't been at like the last couple of camps, but the way that he was going about his business, the first small handful of camps was much like a position coach or a coordinator would. You know, he was he was very involved, and like you said, with Xavier Rhodes, he'd spend thirty minutes just like observing the cornerbacks and then working with Xavier and the other cornerbacks too, and. And you could argue, all right, when you're a head coach, like, dude, you got to zoom out a little bit here. You got to you got to go work with quarterbacks, and not that he wouldn't, like, he'd observe offense too. But um, I think if he hadn't laid that hands-on groundwork in the first camp with Xavier Rhodes, I don't think the 2017 Vikings are 13 and three and go to the NFC Championship game. Him spending all that time early with Xavier Rhodes really set the tone for him becoming one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL for like the next four or five years. So. Yeah, his his style was very very interesting in that regard. Um, he was like, he was. You're right. He wasn't like Mike Tice walked around training camp and it was theater for him. It was like he's in front of a crowd and he is. You always knew where was, Mike. He's wa- the maestro of yes. everything, and right? you always knew his whereabouts on the training camp field. <laughs> yep. 
And Zimmer was less of like a maestro and more of like, I'm just going to get into the weeds and coach these guys up. Um, Mr. Nelson asks, is Eli Manning a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins? Well, part of that depends on what your end goal is because Manning's got two Lombardi trophies and two championship rings. Is he a better quarterback? Like, if you just, so if you had to just take a quarterback and like have him in a camp, I think I'd take Cousins. I think there's more skill set to Kirk Cousins, but if I had to win a game, it's not close. I take Boy, Manning. It's tough, man. Um, this is a really, really good question. I mean, Eli obviously has a much longer career and has two Super Bowls. But Eli has a couple train, like more than a couple. Like Eli's got some train wreck seasons and yes. train wreck games. I, now Kirk does too, but Kirk, Kirk doesn't have like full train wreck seasons. I actually think the floor is lower for Eli. Like you could go completely off the rails with Eli Manning as your quarterback, and he'll throw. <laughs> he led the league in picks like three times. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got twenty interception seasons on his resume. That's not Kirk. Kirk kind of has an awareness of. All right, I just threw three picks against the Falcons. It's time to rein it in for a month. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Eli just doop, 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 doop. In- but Eli on the other side rises up in big games and for the January playoff run, you know, he's shown that ability to play at this peak, peak level. So the range of Eli is super wide. The range of Kirk is pretty narrow. Yep. So he- yeah. so I'll frame the question this way. If you had Eli in his prime right now, and and this Kirk, who statistically statistically is damn good, and you could put one of them as the quarterback tomorrow for the 2021 Vikings. Which one do you take? I think it would be Eli because my goal isn't to guard against a train wreck. My goal is to win a Super Bowl. Yep. So if if with Eli I have a chance to train wreck, I care much less about that than the ceiling and the ability to win a Super Bowl. Like Eli has shown. He can play against some of the best teams in the NFL in January and February That's for true. four weeks, and 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 he can win those games. And Kirk has not yet proven that. That just talked me into it. I was going to say Kirk, but Eli definitely rose up to expectations. He had also amazing defensive lines and offensive lines he in did. front of him, so the infrastructure was definitely there. But, yeah, he also rose up. There was a clutch gene to him that Kirk definitely lacks. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is hosting the 2021 Land of Lakes Legends Classic August 6th and 7th. See some of the greatest names in the history of women's golf as they compete in the inaugural Land of Lakes Legends Classic presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake. The Legends of the LPGA Tour is known for its fan-friendly environment with lots of opportunities for autographs, limited roping, and photo ops after the rounds. To learn more about the August 6th and 7th event, stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by the Shakopee and Walkington Sioux community. Like, think about that play, the the uh, David Tyree play, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Eli, Eli's not mobile, but Eli, like, avoided, he was sacked on that play, and he squirms his way out and throws the ball down the field. It's like, that's not a Kirk play. And that's a lucky play, too, for Eli. I mean, Eli sure. just, yeah, like, do that ball up. on top so. of Tyree's helmet. He caught it. That's true. So, all right, uh, on Kirk, this is, this is some fair criticism here from Johnny, Johnny Badu, Bado, Bidet. Johnny says, you guys don't have to keep defending yourselves. You've explained your take on Cousins over and over again. Way too much, in fact. Let the haters hate and move on. It's like four times a week you go on the same spiel. If haters don't get it by now, they never will. Stop punishing the rest of us <laughs> by giving the idiots 
so much attention. I will say, I mean, it, it's built into my contract. I have to mm-hmm. savage Kirk Cousins it's at true. least four times a week on this show. I've seen his contract. So, it's true. You know, I'm sorry. I have no choice. Yep. I don't know about you guys. Yep. But, How do uh, you ignore that position, though? Like, well, you don't. I mean, it's like you can't ignore the, the quarterback ace. position. It's a starting quarterback for the Vikings, who's incredibly well paid. So, like, well, what, I think part of it what's is like the workaround. Yeah, Delvin Cook. Now he's there's a guy who's got to throw the ball once in a while. Well, I think part of it is like there's eight months between games, yeah. so you know we we can we have all these off season conversations about Kirk Cousins, and like in fairness, he doesn't then have a chance to respond on the field. He just sits there for eight months and has to take the commentary and criticism and there's nothing he can do until week one so to that point yeah like does Kirk deserve a shot to dust himself off a little bit carry on what he did in the second half of last season and try and make a playoff run yeah of course he does uh P.I. Unmasked says the 2021 Vikings really have a legit shot to be good in an absolutely terrible NFC and these turd sandwiches are talking about Kellen Mond Okay. I think we might have found Paul Allen's burner account here for one. (laughs) Um, Are we talking too much about Kellen Mond? Is P.I. Unmasked correct? Are we turd sandwiches? Hold on a second, though. Okay, so he starts with our very point, which is the conference is not that good. The Vikings are essentially in some very important ways in a position to thrive. We all agree there. And we're talking about Kellen Mond. I mean... He very well could be the backup quarterback, and he's a third-round pick. And again, he's a quarterback. But I think we're on the same page. I agree. That's why the pressure is so immense, because this team is in a conference that's bad with a team that should be good. I just like turd sandwich as an insult. I'm going to start using that. Well, it's, a, it's a famous turd South Park sandwich. Uh, episode when the Hillary and Donald Trump election was going on. If you want to be a D-bag or a turd sandwich, which one would you rather have to be? So. I, yes. feel, I feel like that note, though, sort of just played into what we've been saying. Right. No, I, well, I think some people, I, you know, we've, we've, I, I will say this, all right? When we talk about Kellen Mond on this show, those are some of the most popular episodes of off-season discussion we've had. Like, if you rank all, Kellen Mond getting drafted is the most watched and listened to thing that we've done all off-season. Yep. You know, Kellen Mond update at minicamp. So we know, like, sometimes we base our conversations off of what you guys respond to. And people are curious about Kellen Mond. It doesn't mean that, like, no one's sitting here saying he should be the quarterback over Cousins in 2021. It's just about an interesting developmental piece that they drafted in the third round. I think we're all kind of curious to see what he looks like once training camp starts. If you don't enjoy hearing about Mond, I I would suggest that you pay no attention to anybody's training camp coverage. Yes. (laughs) Because it's going to be one of the most interesting things. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Judd will have. Uh, continued training camp written coverage on scorenorth.com and the scorenorth app between now and next week, and then every day at camp as well. Yeah. So be sure. And it's just going to be Kellen Mond updates. Like, I'm the- we've told him we don't care about Daniil Hunter's neck. We don't care about anything. Darisaw, just Kellen Mond. That's all we need. I am the uh, Mond reporter. That's what I do. I follow him around. Uh, Thorvald Von Johnson says, kudos Team Purple Daily. I have to admit that you all, like a 3-2 beer, are an acquired taste. But he has acquired our taste. So, 3-2 thank beer. you, Thorvald. I think that's gone now from Minnesota. I think, we're, I think, we've out, I think we have finally eradicated the 3-2 who, beer. Who acquired a taste Be- for 3-2 beer, Because we had the Blue Law forever yeah, with no Sunday sales. So they, yeah. that was the 
that was the reason, I believe. There was a long time at the Metrodome where the only beer available in the 80s, at least, was 3-2. Yeah. Mm. That's hell. And Iowa only sold 3-2 for years. When, God, that's really when I met Dawn, it was right. a 3-2 state. It almost ended our relationship. Dude, I mean, and yeah. you need more alcohol when you're in Iowa. in my own I mean, relationship. My God, what else are you supposed it. to do? In all well, due respect the, to your family. Like, Here's the thing. A 3-2 state beer-wise, right? Everclear was legal there. Explain awesome. that one to me. <laughs> awesome. Everclear, where you literally, it literally burns your throat yes. on the way down. Yes, it's like an active fire in your system. You can't have a 3-2. And then you oh, can only drink 3-2 uh. beer. Somebody explain that to me. But yes, the Metrodome, I forget when they stopped this. The Metrodome, I kid you not. Three, two beer. Amazing. Um, hey, guys, next weekend, July 30th through August 1st, Moto America is coming to the Brainerd International Racetrack for the first time. I've heard, I've, so I've never experienced Moto America. I've heard some feedback from people on Twitter that it's awesome. It's a blast. It's not just live racing at 190 miles per hour, which is awesome. Uh, but these events are family-friendly outdoor festivals, camping, VIP packages, kid zones, carnival games, stunt shows, all kinds of stuff, and kids 12 and under get in free. So if you want to check out tickets or camping packages, BIRMN.com, Brainerd International Raceway. Dex, let's go. Let's go camping. Watch a little racing. Judd, you don't strike me as the camping guy. I feel like camping for you is like a Marriott down the street from where everyone else is. That's that's kind of me, too, to be honest. That might be sad and sun kind of a thing. Yeah, I think the last time I slept in a tent, like a camping, like a camping experience, was probably like in a friend's backyard in grade school because we oh, thought it'd yard. be fun. Right? Yeah. No. Everyone, everyone did that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did that when I was a kid. But I don't stuff. think that. Was, I'm not Mister Outdoors, but I make you guys. I've never three. I've never really been camping. Three, four years since I've slept in a tent. But not a fan. Not a fan. Can't do much in a tent. I don't think I've ever gone camping in the official sense. Can't do much in a tent. Can't do what much do you in want a tent. to do in a tent? Oh, I know what happened. You're not supposed to I hang know, out in the tent. I know what Can't happened. Do much in a tent. Oh, man. It's, uh, okay. Take that as you will. All right. Yeah, I know exactly. That's a wrap on today's oh, episode of Purple Good. Daily. Good. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We'll see you guys tomorrow.